troops. This is the Eagle Podcast, the home of accountability. Here we are, we're live. I've been joined today by an absolute powerhouse on TikTok. You've heard the entire world talking about TikTok. And if you're on TikTok, you need to go and follow this man because he drops nothing but positivity, creativity, and he will give you the keys to the kingdom if you're only willing to listen. <laughs> Billy Garten, how are you doing, sir? Appreciate your time, John. Really glad, <laughs> really happy to be here. I'm, I'm humbled by your words. So. Well, what I'll do, Billy, is I'll clip it up for you, and every time you go into a room, you can play that as your intro, no problem. <laughs> Unbelievable. I'm getting it on my own podcast, my own socials, and everything, your voice. Uh, no, brilliant. It's, it's, it's great stuff. Uh, look, Billy, we, we've connected by the power of social media and, and mainly by the power of TikTok. Um, so I feel like it's prevalent to start with TikTok. Um, why is it taken off in the way that it is, in your opinion? TikTok as a platform, as there's never been a platform out there that, that offers the opportunity that TikTok offers. You know, it's a, it's a platform that you can literally have no followers. You can post once, you can get a million views and all of a sudden you're on your way. So I saw the potential with that um, about four or five months ago, and I just did my best to capitalize. I started posting the, the things that I care about. I remained organic. I remained authentic to me. I found a challenge, in, in we can get into it a little bit, but jumping in cold water every day that, mm-hmm. that seems to have performed well. I get a lot of hate, but I also get a lot of motivation, a lot of love, and a lot of uh, people that have actually messaged me saying that, that I've inspired them. And so... My goal the whole time was to find something where I could, I could be relevant and I could share my story and share my message and share what I'm learning and do it in, in a way that I'm resonating with thousands of people. And TikTok was that platform. So I've been, I've been fortunate enough to be able to, to use the keys, use the engagement, use the analytics, use the metrics and, and, and evaluate using my social media skills, but also just be, be a hundred percent me, be a hundred percent real and, and, and fortunately for me, it's, it's, it's resonated and, and I've been fortunate. I think I've not checked this morning yet, but we're in the morning in California yeah. at the moment. Yeah, yeah. I, uh, I think I'm going to hit 50,000 followers probably by tomorrow. So, awesome. yeah, it's been a cool journey. And what would you say is important? Like, what is the, the, what is the naysay in, in success? So, I mean, <laughs> you mean success on TikTok? Yeah, success on TikTok. So the main thing success on TikTok, there's a few key metrics, but I mean, I, I've spoken to loads of people about this. I've spoken about what works and what doesn't. At the end of the day, there's no set thing that works. Yeah. There is you, there is who you are, there is what you stand for, and there is how you can use that to maximize your potential on the platform. If you're boring, I'm just going to be <laughs> honest, you're not really going to be able to grow. I'm just, I'm just being honest. I found value in me putting myself all energy, 100% out there, loud, energetic, motivational, giving my story, sharing my value in a driven way. Mm. Uh, and that's what's resonating with people. You know, there's, there's certain things, obviously, that I put in my content as well that help it, such as engaging titles and, and quick transitions that keep people engaged. But at the end of the day, I think just who you are is, is what's going to stand out who you are and how you can give value you know people try to, to share things and talk about what what they try to talk about what they aren't good at they, they think mm. this might perform well so i'll post about it even though i've never done it you know and subconsciously people can see through that so definitely i'd say stick to what you're good at know what you care about and and talk about that don't don't sway from 
from things you love and things you enjoy and things you, you actually are knowledgeable about. Yeah, I think the first thing that sort of um, got me about you and we sort of talked about it offline, you, you know, you've got a very commanding presence and you were very, I like people who are very positive because um, if you're the smartest man in the room, you need to move to a different room. And I feel like that's probably the reason why you maybe get a little bit of heat because sometimes people are lost and they're looking for people to blame instead of just saying, well, I'm lost because I'm lost as an individual and instead of embracing someone who can give them knowledge. Yeah, no, I 100%. You know, people lose what they are. They lose their authenticity. They lose who they are as a person as soon as they try to be exactly that and become something they're not. Yeah, you're exactly right. People will start off with a vision. They'll post twice or they'll post once. They'll think, oh, this, this isn't working. This is, this is shocking. I don't know if I can swear on this podcast, but... Yes, well, it's well, nothing is shite. If if if, mm. if it's if they post once or they post twice, they'll think this is bullshit. What's everyone talking about? It's not working. I'm I'm gonna give up and I'm gonna start talking about how to make money when I've never made money in my life. You know, and so that's what most people resort to. Mm. I played the patience game with it. You know, I started four months ago. I've been fortunate that I've grown quickly, but if I didn't grow quickly and I was only on a thousand now, I'd still be putting out the same message. I'd still be putting out the same value. And I'm doing that on Instagram. I have 3000 followers on Instagram and I'm, and I'm going to continue to put out as much content as I can until I build an audience that, that is engaging, you know? Great points. And consistency is, is key in, in any business that you do, um, regardless of if it's in the real world or if it's on social media. But I feel like for some reason, people want instant gratification. Where, where's that come from? I think... And I've been guilty of this in the past as well. Um, lack of understanding or lack of patience with the journey and also lack of enjoyment for the journey. You know, Gary Vee talks a little bit about this. He says he enjoys the journey. I resonate with that massively. I, I love creating content. I love resonating with people. I love responding to the ends. I love getting on podcast episodes like this. This The journey of it mm. is fun to me, I think. Obviously, the end goal will be great. Don't don't get me wrong. The end goal and what will come from it will be fantastic. But I mean, I'm 21 years old. I've got 70 years left to live, unless obviously other other circumstances happen that are outside of my control. When you put yourself in that in those terms, that you've got 70 years to build something for yourself. Most people put their, put everything in two week two week standpoints. If I'm not here in two weeks, I want to create this goal in two weeks. And they get discouraged mm. if it doesn't work. I want to get this amount of views. You can't tell the audience how to react to your content. You know, mm. at the end of the day, think about it in five-year terms. You know, I'm pushing out content not knowing what people resonate with. Some, some of my videos get very little traction, and that's fine because you know what I what I like, other people might not like. You know, so I'm I'm in the game of of, of patience. I'm in the game of of understanding that this is a long game, and and. I'm 21 years old. I'm looking at where I want to be when I'm 30, not where I'm 20, when I'm 22 in five months' time. You know. No, I th- I think you've got a great you've got a great outlook on it. It is definitely about um, long game and building brand over building sales. And um, I sort of heard I sort of watched someone this week on a webinar talking about how TikTok's not right for every brand. I, I sort of disagree because I I believe that if you're creative, you will find a way for that platform to work for any business. And particularly they were talking about running shoes. And I was like, what? what? It's a perfect app for running shoes. There's so much you could do. You could make a, you know, I made a little silly little video tonight about my new running shoes and I tagged the local shop that I bought them from in and now they've reshared it. And like, it's great. Like, where do you think TikTok will be in, say, a year to two years time with, with big brands? Yeah, so I completely agree with you, by the way. Yeah. I mean, at the end of the day, look at it. TikTok's 
TikTok's free marketing. So anyone who's going to say that it's not helpful is is telling you lies because why would you not capitalize on the opportunity to build an audience no matter where they are, build your brand on a platform where it costs zero dollars? Mm. Zero dollars is what it costs to, to start TikTok. Zero dollars is what it costs to put out content. Zero dollars it costs to resonate with an audience and build a, a loyal following. So anyone who's going to tell you that it doesn't work for certain brands or you shouldn't do it, bullshitting you. Bullshitting mm. you. There's not always benefits of it. If you could say that you're the most niche, most targeted in a specific area brand in the world, and I'd still say, yeah, get on TikTok. You'll build brand, you'll filter people through to other platforms. You could potentially open up other avenues like virtual consultations and, and other avenues to your business from the platform. Don't look at it so one-dimensional. People look at things like, oh, we're, we're, a, we're a shop, and, and if we don't target this demographic in, in this space, then we're gonna, we're gonna, there's no point in doing it. What about building 100,000 followers of an audience on, on TikTok that's going to transfer to, to Instagram? So anyone who's in that area who sees your profile realizes that you've built brand. All of a sudden, you've built trust, and then all of a sudden, you've, started, you've built an actual business for yourself of a loyal and trustworthy audience. What about thinking in that, in those terms? Again, look, you, you create so many great points, and, and I feel like, do you know what I think it really comes down to, Billy? I think people are frightened to be judged about being on TikTok by maybe their peers or the social groups or even even in certain industries, like a certain industry may look at someone using TikTok and say, that's not how we do it in this industry. And I think if that's yep. the case, then you need to be a pioneer. And a pioneer has always <laughs> been that person who's gone, well, I ain't going to do it like that anymore because the world is changing. And if I don't evolve, yep. then I'll be like the dinosaurs. Um, yeah. I've talk- I want to I wanna add something to that. Yeah, go for it. You quickly, go for you it. Quickly go on. People who are saying TikTok isn't for them, right? I filmed a video about this. I've talked about it a little bit in podcasts. Facebook wasn't for anyone in 2008 other than college kids. Look, who, look who's on it now. Hmm. Look who's on it now. 65 to 90 year old people. Instagram in 2011. I was on Instagram in 2011 as a, as a young teenager posting stupid little photos about about my life, as was everyone else. Now it's dominated by businesses and people trying to market. Oh, Everything nice. ages up. TikTok's for seven to 13 year olds now, maybe. Maybe you're saying it's for seven to 13 year olds. I've built an audience of nearly 50,000 people now. Hopefully I'm gonna be at 100,000 in the next couple of months or so. By the time everyone's on there, my ideal audience, I will have an audience of people that I portray my content to. So stop thinking about what it is mm. and what it isn't, and look at the history of these social platforms and realize, Everything ages up, you know. One day everyone's going to be on TikTok, you know. Yeah, I, I, I'm totally on brand with it. Like, and and I, I sit there and I watch some of the TikTok videos and I think, how have they created this? Like, what the 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 creativity and the design? You know, if I was an artist or I was in fashion, I'd be looking at these people saying, "Wow, um, they they've got something." Like, who is this? And and you know, get them get them early, get them before they become that stellar influencer. You know, um. I had a conversation, we'll move on to influencers actually, because this is an interesting fa- uh, point of view, because I feel like people struggle with influencers. Instead of going for the right influencer for their brand, they go for whoever's got the biggest following, and the two don't sort of always go together. It's a bit of a mismatch. What's your take? Yeah. Um, no, it's funny, because I'm actually in the process of building two influencer campaigns right now for two of my clients um, within my, my social media industry, and, and I completely agree with you. People often will reach out to someone, and it's not authentic. They'll reach out to someone and they'll say, you've got whatever, hundreds of thousands of followers. 
can you do one post for us, put this top on or, or, or mm. say one post saying you love this product. That's not going to perform well with anyone. You have to evaluate a lot of things that go into it. You have to evaluate their audience, their engagement. You have to evaluate how organic their content comes across. You have to evaluate the promotions they've done in the past and how well they've performed. You know, If I reached out to someone who ran a dog page with a million followers and said, uh, promote our clothing brand or promote this, it would get nothing, literally nothing. Mm. I don't care what you say, how many followers you've got, nothing. And so you've got to evaluate that. You know, I mean, mm. I, I can't give too much away, but I'm working with a teeth whitening brand at the moment and we're building an influencer campaign. And everyone that we are working with or trying to work with has a positive outlook on life, are promoting something to do with happiness and smiling and positivity. And that's the message we want to portray. So that's why we're going to skip fucking Kim Kardashian, <laughs> who's got 100 million followers. And we're going to go with this organic on-brand type of influencer who we feel can genuinely portray the message that we want you know that's a great point um what would be the best way to approach an influencer if you say you had a a a virgin business starting out on instagram facebook tiktok say for example you owned a coffee shop and you're in a local a local area how how would you sort of say to someone oh look i want to bring an influencer in what's the sort of go-to yeah so i mean there's two ways to go about it. It depends really on when you're starting out, how much money you've got, because there are platforms like Aspire IQ um, where you can sign up for the platform, you pay for whatever, two grand a month or something, and you, and you get access to all these influencers, wow. you build partnerships and everything. Um, and then there's also the way which I've had with, with some clients as well, where you, you have to just reach out organically via your platform and, and say, listen, we're we're whatever we are a young brand we're a coffee shop we're a yeah. teeth whitening brand we we love your content we love what, we're, what you're putting out and we'd love to get on the phone with you and and discuss a potential influencer collaboration and once you're on the phone you get on the phone with myself and, and the owner of the other brand and you be honest with them you say we love your message we're not looking for anyone here we're looking for specific targeted people that fit what the message that we're trying to portray and we feel that you can do that so I mean, if you don't have a lot of money, you can, you can create, I don't care what anyone says, you can create an influencer campaign with zero dollars. And I've done that. I've created influencer campaigns with people with hundreds of thousands of followers with zero dollars because they believe so much in the message. They believe so much in the product. You get them a product for free. You say, listen, we're building an influencer campaign with you because we believe in you. We believe in your message. Mm. And we are, we are evaluating with different influencers in a similar niche, similar realm, similar message. And then in a month's time, we're going to do a 30-day trial. We're going to see how it performs. And in a month's time, we'll sit down and evaluate something more long-term. I mean, that's a great point, Billy. You can, you can say to people, look, can we do it on sales? If you sell us X amount of, you know, whatever product, we can give you 20% on the sales. Do you know what I mean? Like you can put, you can put the ball in their court. You can say, it's on you. The more you sell, the more you get. Um, I feel like a lot of people are frightened to ask, you know, instead of, you know, yeah yeah and it goes down to consistency as well um with that with two in two ways it goes down to consistency because it's tough to do a partnership with an influencer on sales if they're only doing one post mm. because people need to build trust with the brand you need to well first you need to build awareness then you need to build trust and then you need to obviously turn it into conversions so that's why i try to create longer term partnerships with influencers but also you need to be consistent in your outreach. If they don't respond after one, think about how many hundreds of thousands of DMs they're getting on a daily basis. Mm. Look at the other platforms. I've, I've gone to people who've got 100,000 followers on 
Instagram and gone and found that their TikTok has 15,000 and I've reached out to them there. Or I've found their email and reached out to them there. I've gone on LinkedIn and yeah. exploit them where they're weak, you know? That's a, that's a great point. Um, that's, you, you've talked LinkedIn there um, and I personally think LinkedIn is, is, is the platform. Now, what I mean by that is it's the right platform for me because of what I do and the corporate stuff yeah. that I do in the, in the mountains and, and that sort of stuff and corporate days. Um, and I've got a very unique way of doing it when I connect with people. I always send people a voice note. Like I connect and then send a voice note and there's yeah. no sell. There's no sell. There's no, this is what I do. It's just, hey, thanks very much for connecting. Great to see what you're all about. Look forward to interacting with you. Um, have a great day. And the amount of people who get back to me and say, wow, I've never had a voice note before, John. Fantastic. Let's jump on a Zoom call. Let's jump on a Skype call. Let's, let's go for a coffee. Yeah. Like, yeah. Be, be, be different. Is, um, are you on LinkedIn? Do, do you LinkedIn? Are you smashing that as well? I am on LinkedIn. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I am on LinkedIn. Um, I've, not, I've, not built a, I've not built anywhere near the audience on LinkedIn than I have on TikTok right now. I'm yeah. probably in a similar realm on LinkedIn than I am on Instagram. But what I will say is you can create a lot of business and monetary value from LinkedIn with any number of followers, you know, because you can connect with anyone. You can, you can build relationships with people. You can engage with posts within a specific niche. Um, and I love the message that you're saying you're sending where, where you, you create a voice message. I've actually done that. I do that for my own personal brand branding stuff as well. I've got, like I said, nearly 50 K on TikTok, but on Instagram, yeah. I've only, I'm going to hit probably 4,000 in the next couple of days here, but I have people that I'm reaching out to and connecting that have a hundred thousand plus followers there in my niche, because like you said, I'm, I'm creating video messages. I'm, I'm filming myself saying, Hey, Daniel, or whatever your name yeah. is, lovely, lovely, like love to connect. We're on the, we're obviously of a similar age. You've got a great message that you're portraying. I've got a podcast coming out, the inspiring young aspirers. First of all, I'd love to connect. And second of all, I'd love to have you as a guest on my podcast. Let's see what we can create, you know? Yeah. And from there, people are like, you know what? He's not sending out an automated message to hundreds of thousands of people every day. He, he genuinely wants to resonate with me. And so I'm going to give him the time of day, you know? Nah, that's, you know, that's, that's great knowledge bombs there. And, and sort of we, we, we've talked Instagram a little bit. Now, the platforms I'm heavy on is Instagram and LinkedIn. That's my two main platforms that I spend a lot of time on. And I'm sort of... I'm sort of starting to get where I want to get in, in the Instagram world. I have a lot of fun with Instagram and I'm doing this thing at the moment called live at five, where I'm bringing people from my network on my live calls. And we're just having a, right. sort of like a mini podcast and I'm saying, tell us your greatest story. Tell me something about you that I didn't know. And like having this yeah. like, great engagement. And, um, but one thing that sort of fascinates me with Instagram is this people who feel the need to go and buy a fake following and you know these apps these follow unfollow apps that cause absolute chaos with your with your analytics what's your take on that and why do you think people do it so i disagree massively with with fake followers i disagree with it hand on heart till the day i put in my grave i'll never ever ever buy a follow in my life i think it's bullshit i think it's lying to your audience i think it's lying to yourself and i think yeah. it's trying to build a fake reputation that at the end of the day will get seen through I had a client last year who I don't work with them anymore, but I went into them um, off the initial understanding that you've got a decent brand here. You've got 18,000 followers. Um, you've built something pretty cool. I think I can take you to the next level. And as soon as I started working with them, I started digging deeper and I was like, why are you getting 50 views on your videos with 18,000 followers? Why are you, why are you getting 
five likes and zero comments and no engagement, no DMs. And then I'd start, I started realizing, oh, they've got, they had a social media manager before me who bought them followers and was lying to them mm. that, that these were real people when they weren't. Um, and people see through that as well. You know, like I'm, I'm a hundred percent a believer that if you have more followers, it can help with building your brand. No doubt about that because yeah. people come to your page to think he's built trust, but doing it in a way that is fake goes the other way. As soon as people come to your page and they see, even if you buy likes, you're getting the same amount of likes, but no comments you get in, you have 18,000 followers or you have 25 or you have a hundred followers, but you get less than a hundred likes. People go the other way and go, you are the biggest bullshitter mm -hmm. in the entire world. And I'm not only not going to follow you, but I'm just going to turn everyone off of you. And anyone who ever asks about you, I'm going to say, nah, you see that they're fake followers. That's not real. Mm. You know? No, it's, um, it, it's interesting. And sort of you, you've one thing sort of I've heard you talk about a lot of is you, you talk about don't post in the hashtags. Um, is it for you? FYP for oh, like FYP. Yeah. Yeah. yeah what, what's that doing? Like why, why is that a bad um, sign? So, and I've had hate and backlash from this as well because people have used the hashtag for you page and gotten millions of views and, and I've got no doubt about that. But I'm talking to the average Joe who is, mm -hmm. who is putting out content. I'm not talking to the one in a million who's using the for you page and, and it's actually working. Think about how many people are using the hashtag FYP or the hashtag for you page. You could have someone who's a property investor using that hashtag and you also could have a 13-year-old girl who's putting out dances using mm. the same hashtag. So it's not targeted. Mm. You can't put out content and, and expect that hashtag to get engagement. And what TikTok does is the hashtags that you use, it splits who it pushes the content out to based on what hashtags you use. So if you use three hashtags and one of them is FYP and the other one's for you page, 66% of the people that are going to see your videos are people that are on uh. just engaging with the hashtag for you page that might have no interest, you know? And so only 33% are going to be so you're talking about marketing like I do. Only 33% will see marketing. And then that's how it becomes harder so, to grow, so, you know? Whereas if you use hashtags like mass marketing, social media, social media mm. tips, everyone that's seeing the content is is interested in, in what I'm putting out, you know? Yeah, dead, dead interesting. And um, I, obviously, I don't know what's sort of happening where you are, uh, where you live in the world, but I believe that COVID-19 for business can really be a great moment because I feel it is a great moment to build brand and to build trust with people and <laughs> don't worry about the sales. I know that's a very end of the day. We all got bills to pay, but like just be a good human being. And on the other side of that, you, you your success will come. Massive, 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 massive. And I, I, I feel like you're resonating some of the messages <laughs> that I, that I, that I'm putting out about that because People look at everything on social media as how much money can I make and how can I make a return on my investment like that? How quick can I do it? Now, you, if you look at it as a long game, going back to patience before, and you look at this opportunity now to resonate with people on a personal level, because think about it. In social media, your followers are coming to your page and first, the first time they see you, they have no clue who you are. They have no clue what you do. They have no clue who the owner is. They have no clue about the personable feel to the restaurant how do you or sorry not to the restaurant i'm thinking in restaurant yeah, yeah it's cool. here, but say you say say you're a restaurant let's let's go into the restaurant say you're a restaurant and you're putting out content talk about your story talk about how the rest if you're an italian restaurant talk about how you got the recipe for your mm. spaghetti or whatever 
Talk about where you came from. Talk about your history, the ancestry. That's how you're going to resonate with people. That's how you're going to build trust. And that's how you're going to think people are going to be like, these guys are genuinely in the business of building relationships with people. And I, and I resonate with that. You know, if you're just posting a, a photo of, of your food, mm. no one's ever going to go past the initial barrier of seeing what you have at face value, you mm. know? And so I really think, and I genuinely believe that if you go deeper with your content and build relationships with people that way, on the back end in, in months time, it, it, it pays off massively. Um, Billy, are you familiar with the brand Grenade? They do protein bars in the UK. Are you familiar with Grenade? Briefly, yeah. yeah. Heard of, I couldn't tell you anything about them, but, but right. yeah. Well, they have played an absolute blinder because what they've been doing is they've been donating Grenade branded products to the NHS, frontline NHS workers. And right. trust me when I say on the UK sort of, LinkedIn, Instagram, Facebook, their posts in your timeline all the time. Talk about an absolute masterclass where they've gone and said, right, we're going to supply the NHS with snacks, protein drinks, health stuff. For as long as COVID is in play, we're going to donate to all these big charity um, NHS. And the the kudos that they're getting, it's just, it's next level. Like that is a super smart thing to do. Super smart thing to do, and they're probably lo- they're obviously losing money on on the front end. But the brand that they've built, like you were talking about before, the reputation they've built, the people that are going to make the decision off emotion, people mm-hmm. make this buying decisions off of emotion, and so they are going to resonate with them more than Cliff Bar or whatever now because 100%. look at the message that they're portraying. They're genuinely in this for for the people, you know. 100%. So that's a, a really really smart business move. Um, I'm doing it a little bit with my own agency as well. Not cool. Not obviously giving out things, but when you when I'm getting on the phone with people, I'm setting up a lot more calls now because I'm saying, listen, normally this would be a sales call. Normally we'd be getting on the phone with you here to try and close you on a deal. But with everything going on, we want to simply get on the phone with you and discuss strategy, how you can 100%. maximize your potential during this time, and we'll do it for free. And in that, in a few months' time, you've led Paul to realize what they're doing. I'm going to come to you and say, all right, we want your business now. Yeah. 100%. Um, it's, a, it's a smart way to think. Troops, do you ever wonder, do Eagles drink coffee? And the answer is, yes, they do. But they only drink Green Beret coffee. Green Beret coffee, veteran-owned business. Best coffee in the UK, if not the world. Find it at greenbeercoffee.co.uk. Use the promo code EAGLE5 and get 5% off. Get awesome coffee out. It's really interesting to talk to you, Billy. I think you're one of those guys and and I'm lucky that I've got you now because I feel like in two, three years, four years, five years time, you you will be the guy, like you will be the guy where you're on the pages, the Gary V sort of Grant Grant Cardone sort of level because you just give, you you give out the energy. Do you know what I mean? Like you resonate with people. Um, I'm across in the UK and I'm watching your content from America and I'm like, this guy's got something. It's, It's obvious. Like, Appreciate um, that. 100%. No, really, really mean it. Um, obviously, you've been jumping in a cold, cold pool of water every day. Um, let's let's talk that. Let, what's, where's that come right. from? So I actually listened to, before I started, I, I listen a lot to podcasts. Um, yep. I listen a lot to gurus. And I see, I see obviously, people like Gary Vee and, and Grant Cardone and Ty Lopez and people like that as, as virtual mentors to me. I, I, I really invest in, in learning from them 
Um, but I was listening to the Tony Robbins podcast. Cool. And I was listening to, I think it was his episode with Mike Tyson. Um, right. Or it might have been a different episode. But he talks about in it that he jumps in a, in a cold plunge every morning. And the reason he does it is because he doesn't get up to the pool and go, I'm going to do something else first or I'm going to, I need to do this before I do it or, or maybe debates it and feels how the water feels before he does it. He walks up to yeah. it, he jumps straight in and that's the end of it. And he said, what it's really helped him with is one, it's obviously great for your immune system. It shocks your body into life and sort of gets you ready for the day, which, which is all yeah. good and well. But the main thing he says is it, is it trains your mind to, to just do things, to just make decisions and, and stick yeah. with it, you know, rather than, because people, and I've seen it with myself, you, you debate on something and you sit on it for weeks and months and, and that delays everything in your life. So at the end of the day, make the decision, just do it in a way, you know, just, just, just do the, what you're wanting to do, do what you're debating about and, and get on with it. And so I found a lot of value in that. And from there, I just, I just thought this, I'm going to take what he's doing and I'm going to make it my own in a way and, and share it with my audience, inspire a few people and, who knows what can come from that? The health benefits, obviously, like I said, are great, but the more mental benefits, I think, have, have, have really helped me, you know? Yeah, and uh, just do it. That's the greatest ever strap line on a product brand ever. <laughs> <laughs> so whoever thought yeah, of that, yeah. that you, you won. That's, <laughs> yeah, that's the greatest, greatest ever line. Um, you, you talk about that, and, and, and I call it the winner's, like, I call it the winner's mindset. Like, if you think about someone like Goggins or someone of that ilk going out running at five in the morning isn't really about going out running at the morning. It's that's, that's the winning time. That's the champion's mindset yeah. of I do that yeah. because it's difficult, not because I enjoy yeah. it. Um, and like, I even do it because through, you won't. That's why I do it. Like, <laughs> not you specifically. Yeah. yeah I, I, know do you're it, I do it because people won't, you know, that's why I do it. Yeah. I no. know that other people aren't. And I know that the 1% of people, if, if, and that's why I say it in my videos, if, if, if success was easy, and, and, and everyone could have, could achieve success, then you wouldn't have to do the extra things. But I mean, it's so easy to see that only the 1% have success. Why do they have success? Because they do things that other people aren't doing. I couldn't agree more. Um, eagles fly with the eagles, Billy. <laughs> do you know what I mean? That's, that's how it is. How long are you going to carry on jumping the water for? To be honest, I don't know. I oh. don't know how long I'll fit. Yeah, no, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to carry on for as long as I can. Um, I've just actually moved house and there's uh, cold showers I've done an ice bath I've got the ocean near me that I might that I might use beaches have just reopened um, but nice. I'm oh, going nice. to keep carrying, carrying it on for as long as long as I can because not I mean even if I'm not filming it I just I just think it's it's really good for you so do it for the rest of your life man it's your thing on it exactly. Um, exactly where where does this mindset come from where does it where does this come from within you uh, I believe a lot in in your parents, I think I believe a lot in that. Um, both my parents set up business. We we immigrated from from the UK to, to San Diego with very little money, and me as a two year old kid and my sister as a one year old uh, kid. As in like nineteen ninety or two thousand, I think it was nineteen ninety nine. And they made something from nothing. My mom set up a massive dance company. My dad set up a soccer club. Uh, football. Yeah, yeah, club. yeah, yeah. Um, and and created something from nothing. And I saw growing up subconsciously, I wasn't consciously going, ooh, mm. you know, like that. that's brilliant. But subconsciously, I think I've picked up 
what it takes to make it. And a lot of it's grind, a lot of it's hustle, a lot of it's hard work, a lot of it's perseverance. And I've learned so much from that. Um, and then also from there, I've, I've sort of kicked on and, and, and looked at the people that are in the position that I want to be in and reverse engineered it to, well, they didn't get there by watching playing Fortnite on a, on a Friday night or a Saturday night or, or spending three hours of a morning watching Netflix. They got there because they spent this time now understanding that in their 20s, they worked their ass off so they could have what they have in their 30s, 40s and, and the rest of their life. Yeah. I, God, it's, it's massively on, you're massively on, like, on brand. You're, you're, on, you're on my level with, with how you speak and sort of, People get it mixed up. They think, oh, well, I'm 35 or I'm 40 or I'm 50. I can't start now. Like, no, you really can start now. Like, you you, you really can. There is no limit. Um, I think I'm going to be one of those guys who's like 60, 70. Like, what's the, what's the new deal? What's the new, what's the new business? Yeah. Like, let's keep it going. Yeah. Um, you know, and, and one thing I agree on, Billy, and I've had a conversation there with someone when I was sort of trying to convince them why partnerships with other businesses are a great idea. Um, yeah. Team ups. What's your take on it and working with other brands? Yeah, I mean the world of social media as an agency, you the whole thing's partnerships. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> you you have no businesses if you aren't working with other people and other businesses. You know, so I believe massively in in that. I also believe massively in relationships. You know, I'm 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 young, but I'm, I've learned so quickly that I just don't want to work with people who are a pain in the ass. You know. Yeah. Um. It, it at the end of the day. By doing that, you are losing the chance to work with someone that you would really enjoy work with because you're putting double the time in to deal with someone who is causing you trouble, you know? And so I believe massively in relationships and I believe massively in in, in partnerships. And also that's, I think that's the way you get on the ladder to, to success. You slowly build partnerships with people who are just a little bit above you, a little bit on a, on a higher tier than you. And all of a sudden you get to their level, you build a new partnership, you get to their level, you build a new partnership, you get to their level before you know it, you're on that level, you know? Yeah. A hundred percent. I mean, sometimes I don't try and convince people, um, why they should come, come with me. Like you either, you either in it and you're on brand straight away and we can do business or, or you can't, I, I kind of feel people within, people kind of make a decision, don't they? In like sort of 30 seconds, if it's going to be right for them. Um, yeah. Maybe I can be a little bit hesitant, like a bit sort of um, pronunciate sometimes, but I, I, I get a vibe off people. Do you know what I mean? Like I instantly just think yeah, oh, yeah. We, we, we've got something like it could be fire. Um, yeah. And, and, and I, and I feel that's a, that's a big part of it as well. Um, super. No, I agree. You, you've talked about um, people like Gary V, Grant Cardone, uh, Tony Robbins, etc. Like, it blows my mind, Billy, when I speak to people in business and I say, oh, who, who do you listen to? And they go, oh, don't listen to anyone. I'm like, what? Like, how can you not consume these people's content? You have, if you wanted to buy their time, do you know how much that would cost? Do you know how much an hour's time of Gary Vee would cost you? Um, like, yeah. the importance of, of podcasts. And who, who podcast-wise do you listen to? Like, who do you consume? I listen massively to Gary Vee. I think he's been the main one for, for the past year because what I love is, I mean, I almost feel like he resonates with me for some reason. And, and I'm sure a lot of people feel this as well. But when I listen to his content, I think obviously immigrant family, my family in a similar way. Yeah, 100%. Uh, of, of that nature. Obviously, he's grinded and hustled to get to where he's at. And, and he, he feels that 
everything that he's done has been through hard work. Everything he's done has been through obviously intuition as well, but I mean, he, he massively for me is, is he gives so much value on a daily basis and a lot of it. And I say this to people, like a lot of it seems obvious, but you would never consciously think about it or make the decision. The decision to get on TikTok, my decision to get on TikTok was solely because of him consistently talking about it. Mm. The decision for me to, to actually post content and be patient and understand that it's a long game seems so obvious (laughs) in the long run and when you think about it, but I would never have been as patient as I am without listening to his content, you know? And so he's, he's massive for that. Mm. Um, and then the, the Tony Robbins one for me is, is, is another big one because with the anxiety stuff that I've had and, and, and understanding balancing sort of happiness and, and, and lifestyle and, and creating a message that resonates with people with also the hard work, I think Tony Robbins is the ideal for that because whenever I'm feeling like lack of motivation, burnt out, things like that, I listen to Tony Robbins and immediately puts everything in, in perspective, you know? Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's an interesting one, Billy, because you're so, you're so out there and you, you obviously you're in the public forum all the time and you are open to attack. And, and unfortunately people will look at you and say, there's a guy successful getting the right message out and will instantly just take a dislike to you. And we're all human and, and when people take a tack at us or they leave comments or whatever they do, like we all have a way of dealing with it. And I sort yeah. of look at a negative comment and think, I'm going to reach out to that person and say, dude, do you want to jump on a Zoom call? And almost flip the flip yeah. the script and make them go, well, that's not, the, that's not what I was expecting back. Why would I want to jump on a Zoom call? Because yeah. you're missing something. That's why you attack me because you're missing something. And if I can reverse that and turn him in from a troll or whatever the term is into someone who's gone actually great guy now you can't do that yeah. on a on a gary v scale because there's too many but i even see people attacking gary v and i read the comments and i think what sort of cv must you have to be able to attack <laughs> gary v <laughs> no i know i know i i, I 100 agree with you i think i look at it similar to you that these people are no person ever in a positive mind frame would, would bring someone else down or put awesome. comments on it negatively. I couldn't name one person who is, who is happy, who is genuinely happy, not, not someone who portrays that they're happy through social media, but I couldn't name someone who's genuinely happy who has ever posted a comment about me that is with the intention of, of bringing me down, you know? And so I look at it like that, like mm. you, and sometimes I click on their profile, you've got three followers or you've got seven followers or, or even if you've got more followers, like you must be in such a negative place yourself. So, I mean, I don't, I don't, I don't really, I used to, but I don't anymore. I don't really take any of it, any of it to heart. And especially on TikTok, the yeah. beauty of it is, and I say that to people, like if they're commenting, if they're commenting, they're helping with your video to, to spread more awareness. They are creating conversations, micro conversations yeah. in your chat, which is on your page, building more, more awareness for you. So that's why I even say in some of my videos now, get the hate comments in. I can't wait. Get the hate comments in. I love it. You know? Yeah, no, it's a, it's a great, it's a great one. And um, yeah, they're creating traction aren't they, on your post. And then end of the day, they're giving you their greatest thing, which is their time, which I think they don't, they don't see the irony of it. They're giving you their time. And that's the greatest thing they can ever give anyone. Um, Billy, we're flying through this, mate. We're, we're on a cracker. Um, I'd like to sort of talk about, the close down of the show, which is the legendary five watts. Um, and the first one being, uh, 
COVID has changed people's routine, and I believe as human beings, routine is very important. Um, so talk us through your day. What does your day look like? <laughs> my day during COVID or my day in general? Uh, COVID. Let's talk, let's talk now. Yeah, let's talk. Right, yeah. Because my day in general would consist of, obviously, I, I play professional soccer, football yeah. uh, in, in San Diego. And so my day normally would consist of that. But during COVID, um, I'm trying to stick as much to a routine as I can because I realized early on in, in, the, in the COVID days that just throwing things at a wall and having different things and having different schedules throughout the day was not working for me. And I don't yeah. know if it'll work for anyone because it, it just, it, it makes everything tougher going to bed late, waking up at different times. So for me, I wake up every day and work out if I can, number one, because yeah. healthy body, healthy mind. Um, and then from there I eat. I, and, and, and immediately from there, I, I check if all my posts have gone out that I, that I have to schedule because I am working in my business and on it at the moment. Um, oh. And then from there, I, I, <laughs> I film probably three or four TikToks that I want to put out for the day. I prepare cool. my own Instagram content, my own LinkedIn content, my own Facebook content, because I'm investing in myself really at the end of the day, more so than, than other people. So I'm trying to put myself priority as much as I am my clients. Um, and then I'm, I'm doing things like this as well, hopping on Brilliant. podcasts, share as much value as I can, filming things that I feel can be used for to resonate with, with my audience. But um, I'm really doubling down now and I'll continue to do so on trying to build my, my personal brand. Like we talked about this, the, the greatest opportunity I'm flipping the script here. Like this is not, this is not an opera. This is not bad. This is not a bad time. This is a, a great opportunity for someone like me and for anyone really to build brand and to resonate with people. So when we do come out of this on the other side, you, you are relevant. And I filmed a video earlier with this, like, you if you aren't taking advantage of the opportunity now everyone sat at home on their phones watching content Crazy. you are quickly going to become irrelevant um, i i saw something brilliant the other day um a friend of mine owns a pr and social media company and she was saying if you've got a marketing budget set and you're thinking when the world restarts i'm going to spend that budget then and she said, that is a terrible thing to do because that's when everyone's going to spend the budget. The time to spend it is now because everyone's on the phone, all your competition are holding and waiting. And if you're going to be the, the, the cavalry making the charge now, you're going to get so much more exposure. Um, Facebook ad prices are down. Google AdWords prices are down. Instagram, all of this stuff, it, it's ready for the now. And I'm like, I love it. I absolutely love it. And um, because... Once the world restarts, everyone's going to go bang now, but everyone's going to shout at the same time and it's going to get lost. Yeah. Second one, uh, what workouts are you doing? Either mental workouts or physical workouts, as in, you know, are you a crossfitter, are you a runner? Um, what do you do? Yeah, I'm a runner. Um, Strava? Hey? Are you on Strava? No, what's that? Oh, right. So, yeah, I, I thought Strava was worldwide. Oh, it's, it's a fantastic, like, running app. It's like a community running app in the UK. I thought it was worldwide. Um, it, it, maybe worldwide. I don't, I don't know. Oh, it's I, uh, really good, dude. I mean, really good. Is it? I'll have a, I'll have a look at it, yeah. Um, no, but I'm a, I'm a runner. I, uh, I'm into the fitness and weights and all that sort of stuff. I've got a thing called the Burpee Challenge, which my uncle put me on. Nice. What I'm doing at the moment, which is unbelievable, the Burpee Challenge. Love that. <laughs> um, and then mental stuff. Um it's a tough time. Yeah. So mental stuff's massive at the moment. Um, I think I read something the other day, like the human brain has something like 
a hundred thousand thoughts a day that Mm. go through your head and so how can you program those to be positive thoughts how can you program those to be to be thoughts of that inspire you and motivate you you Mm. know and so in terms of in terms of mental activities I feel it's more what I'm doing for my physical body that are putting me in the right mental state you know awesome when when I'm getting less sleep that is when I am losing motivation i'm losing mm. mental strength i'm losing i'm in a bad mood when i wake up because i i haven't had sleep in that day and so and the same thing goes for eating habits if i don't feel like i've eaten enough in the day that's where i start to lose motivation so i'm trying my best rather than having mental techniques to just fill my body and feed my body with the best things that i know are right for me and in turn that is keeping me in the mind frame that that is helpful awesome you know? What have you started? Have you started anything new in COVID? Um, I mean, I've started outreach and for my within my certainly started, but double down on yeah. on because I feel like during COVID, a lot of people are maybe working less. I feel like I'm I'm working double at the moment because when you when you're in your own business and you control your own fate, you there's always something to do. You know, so mm-hmm. I wouldn't say started something new, but I've doubled down on everything that I've been doing, um, and and so yeah. Awesome. Um, anything you've stopped? What have you stopped doing? Stop the football side physically because we can't do that at the moment. All the seasons, <laughs> seasons cancelled. Um, but but what I've stopped doing is I am trying to work less in in my business and more on my business. Classic. Um, so I'm looking I'm looking massively for people to either outsource to or the people to bring in that I trust that can manage the day to day operations, which will allow me to be more the creative mind because. I feel like I do have a, a creative mind that has the ability to change any business on social. And so I want to be able to to come into a business or a person and say, this is what I'll do. This is what we can do based on what you're telling me. I had a call this morning that was specifically that. And I want to be able to just discuss strategy, create the package and then be like, okay, you're going to execute this. You're going to do this. You're going to do this. You know? And so I'm trying my best to do that. Awesome. And that's how I think is, is where I'm going to grow, you know? Um, fifth and final one, Billy, uh, What's the first thing you're going to do after lockdown's finished? <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to do a lot of things when lockdown's finished. <laughs> the first thing that I'm going to do <laughs> to keep it professional on the podcast yeah. is I am probably going to I'm probably going to go in and 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 walk into every restaurant there is out there that is still going and I am going to speak to them about the opportunity that they're missing right now if they aren't capitalizing on a relaunch strategy to bring people awesome in. because everybody especially in restaurants are going to be thinking how can we make back our money as quickly as possible uh we aren't going to give anything away yeah if you go the other way and give something away for free mm. that's how you're going to get people in the door more long term and so i'm going to walk into every single restaurant in friggin' southern california if i have to and start speaking for them billy look it's been fantastic speaking to you um I've got nothing but um, admiration and I uh, wish you all the best and success. And I think you're going to be a massive dude. I really do. And do you know what? Like I said to you, in five years' time, when you're up there and you're doing keynote speeches, I'm going to say, I had that guy in the podcast five years ago. <laughs> and I'm like, well, I love and, that. and there's the episode. Um, no, it's great <laughs> stuff. B- Billy, where can people find you on social media, websites, etc.? So you can find me on my, I've obviously got my marketing agency forevergrowingyou.com. That's where we, you can inquire about potentially reaching out and, and collaborating social media wise. In terms of my personal brand, you can find me on, I'm, I'm Billy Garton Jr. on all social platforms at the moment. 
And the awesome. reason for the junior is because my dad's uh, uh, obviously Billy Garner as well. And, and at yeah. the moment, when you type in Google, yeah, he, he, he's popping up because he played for Manchester United. So I'm trying to diverse myself before I can grow enough that I'm popping up at the top of the page, regardless, you know. So Awesome. Billy, the first thing I'm going to do is I'm going to share the video that you posted a few weeks ago when you said, if you leave lockdown and you haven't started a business, learned a new skill, or... Um, got a new side hustle, you never lacked time, you lacked ambition, because for me, that is an awesome saying, and if you don't, if you don't somehow make that your stamp, then you're going to miss out, because that's a fantastic, uh, a fantastic thing to be well, saying. Well, I'll tell you what I'm going to do then, I'm going to create another video <laughs> that specifically targets and goes all in on the energy and motivation and everything, with that message, and you can share that one, because yep. that is what I'm going to double down on over the next few weeks. Billy, I'm, I look forward to that. And look, thanks very much for your time. Um, stay safe in COVID and I wish you all the success moving forward. No, I appreciate it massively, John. Cheers, mate. Thanks very, very much. much. Thanks for coming on the show, brother. Cheers. Adios.